Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. FPL Game Week 16 Top Transfer Targets. Today, I'm going to be taking you through who the players are that you need to be targeting to buy into FPL teams. Yet again, in Game Week 15, we had injuries, we've had benchings, we've had suspensions. So if you're looking to sell players across defenders, midfielders and forwards, today in this video, I'm going to take you through who are the top players I think you should be considering buying into your teams this week. Welcome back everyone, FPL Harry here, looking at those top transfer targets. 1,000 likes on the video is the aim. Subscribe if you are new around here. Just before we dive in, the data taken from all of these videos is always taken from Fantasy Football Scout members area. If you are interested, they are still running discounts. Do go and check out the link that is in the description if you do want to sign up. Again, all the data, all the fixture ticker that I use for making this video is taken from there. But Looking at the top assets that I still think you should buy, Son is still in there. Of course, he plays on Thursday evening against West Ham. But for me, still playing up front, Spurs just look like they're a team that just want to score goals. They look like a fun team to play for at the moment. They just want to attack, 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 not much more. So Son is definitely a top transfer target for me alongside Erling Haaland. Yes, he blanks in game week 18, but for me, he is still a priority buy. And finally, it is Mo Salah. Now, he did blank against Sheffield United, but still his consistency so far this season does put them in there. Now, two players have been taken off the list this week. Bakari Saka and Trippier, players who keep coming on, then get taken off. Trippier plays Spurs in game week 16, and he's on four yellow cards at time recording as well. If he picks up a yellow card on Thursday evening, then he will be suspended for that game anyway. The other one is Bakari Saka. Now, Arsenal is scoring a lot of goals, but he's not necessarily that involved at the moment, which is a little bit of concern. He's very consistent, but he's almost up to 9 million at the moment, which makes him a non-essential buy. I still think Trippier and Saka are decent buys into our FPL teams, but they don't sit the same level that these three do at the moment. Now, looking at some key players to avoid, there are three of them in here. Two of them are the same as last week. So a reminder, if you're looking to buy LaSalle's, we are hearing that Botman is not very far away. He could be back in game week 17 or game week 18. And game week 16 is away at Spurs. So if you're looking to buy a cheap defender, unfortunately, is not LaSalle's anymore. 
Isaac as well. Callum Wilson is very close to making a return for Newcastle. So for very similar reasons with Wilson coming back, that will cause rotation up front for Newcastle. So I wouldn't go and buy Isaac at 7.4 million. And finally is Brian Bueno, one of the most transferred in midfielders in FPL before their game against Brighton. But of course, he went off injured. If you missed that, it looked unlikely that he's going to play the game against Sheffield United. There will be a press conference probably on Friday for Brentford. So if you do own him and you want to wait for that, then potentially go for it. But I I think it does seem unlikely. We will also have a couple of replacements for him in this video as well. So first up are the Chelsea defenders. I'm going to take a little bit of time just to pick them apart because looking at the fixture ticker, they do sit top for both defensive fixtures and attacking fixtures. So they are getting a lot of attention, but they've not been keeping a lot of clean sheets recently and there is a big risk of rotation. To start off, a player who's not in this is Sanchez in goal. If you're not going to go for Dubravka, who's also in this list of players to buy, then I do think that Sanchez is the safest way into the Chelsea defence. So if you you know don't want to go for Dubravka, which I don't really see a reason not to, then I do like Sanchez. Sanchez is better than all of the other defenders. Once we move into defence, there are a few names that really stand out for me. The first couple are Thiago Silva and Levi Colwell. De Sassi is also playing a reasonable amount of minutes. However, Badia Shield has just come back from injury and I do think that he will rotate with De Sassi as first choice centre-back. As a Chelsea fan, hopefully speaking from a little bit of a place of a little bit of knowledge. So I wouldn't go for Badia Shield or De Sassi despite Badia Shield being 4.4 million. The safest for minutes is probably Thiago Silva. He plays as many games. He's the most nailed. He's by far in our first choice defence. However, he is 5 million. But if you have the money, he's probably the safest buy. Levi Colwell is playing a lot of minutes, but it's not always in the same place. He's played a couple of games at centre-back, a lot at left-back. Kukurea played at right-back against Manchester United last night. So there is a little bit of doubt about his minutes, but he's probably the second safest starting player behind Thiago Silva. And then at 4.5 million, you don't massively have the risk of the price being a factor. So if he does get benched, it's not the end of the world. And then Reese James. So Reese James did miss the game midweek with a little bit of apparently knee pain. All that tells me is that Reese James is not over his injury concerns. So if you are looking for a Chelsea defender, although I think he'll start against Everton, don't go and buy Reese James. When we play two or three times a week over Christmas, I don't think Reese James is going to play all of them. So 5.4 million for a defender who is playing for a team who don't keep consistent clean sheets that we don't know who's going to play every week. For me, I wouldn't go there. So if you've got the money, Thiago Silva for me is the safest bet. If you don't and you want a cheaper option, Levi Colwell is next. So we mentioned Sanchez in the Chelsea section, but for me, the number one goalkeeper is Dubravka. Now we've heard that Nick Pope has had surgery, so that is not good news for him, but it does mean that Dubravka is likely to stay in that team for three or four months, right? So that is a very long time. He's up to 4 million, but still at that price, I think he's a great buy. There's been a lot of talk about, do we think Eddie Howe, do we think Newcastle are going to sign another goalkeeper? However, looking at the comments that Eddie Howe has made in his press conference this week, he's spoken very, very highly of Dubravka. He said he trusts him. He said he's great on the ball and he is a top class goalkeeper. So unless he has an awful December with the fixtures that we've got coming up, then they might go and reconsider. But if he has a decent enough month before the transfer window opens, I do think Dubravka will stay in goal for Newcastle and at 4 million, you can't really go wrong. 
Next up into midfield, we have got Kudus of West Ham, a big differential who continues not to be bought enough despite the returns that he's getting. Three goals, three assists for him so far this season. Of course, plays this evening against Spurs. They have Fulham and Wolves in the next two, plus Manchester United at home in the blank game week, which looking at the way Manchester United are defending at the moment is definitely not a bad fixture. He seems to have nailed down his team in that right wing spot with Bowen playing up front for West Ham. And I do really like the way that he looks when he's playing. The flair is there. The confidence is there. I really do like him. If you're looking for an Mbomo replacement this week, I do think that he is definitely one of my top three placements to buy. And of course, has a better fixture. The other two are Gordon, who goes to Spurs this week. And the other one is Cole Palmer, who's also in this list. So those are my top three replacements if you're selling Mbomo this week. Fulham and Wolves in the next two means he definitely has to be considered. So we've spoken about Chelsea and I mentioned with Kudus, Cole Palm. He scored again last night against Manchester United. 5.3 million for him. That price is going to go up. That run of Chelsea fixtures is really good. I do expect him to keep penalties despite Enzo Fernandez scoring one recently. I do expect Cole Armour to take it back off him. Those fixtures are really nice. He's shown he can score from open play and 5.3 million just allows so, so much in our teams. It allows you to get the likes of Salah, Son, Haaland like I've got, to get Watkins to consider getting Kieran Trippier as well as that. Four goals, that's up to five goals now after his goal last night. Three assists. For me, it's a no-brainer with the Chelsea fixtures. When Nkunku comes back, I don't expect Cole Palmer to place in the team to be in any sort of issue. I expect him to come back in and take the place of Nicholas Jackson, who has scored goals, but is just not nearly consistent enough for Chelsea. Gallagher to come in when he comes back for Mudrick, and it to be a Sterling and Kunku Cole Palmer front three. And he looks so good, and he's still so cheap. And then the man up front that I will continue to recommend, he's still only 6.5 million, he's still under 10% owned, and that is Dominic Solanke of Bournemouth. Manchester United this week away, who are conceding goals. Luton, Forest, and Fulham in the three after that as well. Then it's Spurs and Liverpool who are actually still conceding goals. So I don't hate any of the next six upcoming fixtures, despite the fixture ticker maybe giving them grey or red difficulty. We know that he's proven to be scoring goals in the Premier League. Ollie Watkins, for me, is the second best striker in FPL. He does have a difficult fixture at home to Arsenal this week, although all us Arsenal defenders know how they're conceding goals at the moment. If you can't afford to go and buy Ollie Watkins as your second striker or you need a third striker, Dominic Solanke is definitely the next name that should be on your team sheet. Over Christmas, I've said it every video, he will stay in here and I will say it again. He'll play 90 minutes. He is very focal to what they do. Yes, they've scored some goals recently that he's not been involved in, but he will get returns. The fixtures are there. The form is there. He's been consistent. He's just a reliable asset. And then finishing on my top three differentials at the moment. So the first one is a very cheap option. It could be Lo Celso, who is 4.8. But again, difficult fixtures potentially coming up for them. I've gone with Garnacho at Manchester United. 4.7 seems to be pretty nailed in that Manchester United team at the moment. He scored a bicycle kick against Everton. Now, Manchester United are not consistently scoring goals, but I do fancy him as a player. I do really like his ability on the ball, his ability to take people on. And I do think he's got returns in him. Now, he's not explosive. He's not going to get two or three goals a game for me. He's not massively going to be reliable every single week. But as a cheap option to sit on your bench to rotate in, depending on the fixtures, I really like him. The second one is Wolves generally, but also I've gone with Cunha here, but it could also be Hwangi Chan in the midfield. I've mentioned Kudu's 
Gordon and Cole Palmer as Mbomo replacements. But I also like Hwangi Chan in midfield. They're going massively under the radar because they don't score a lot of goals. But basically, Cunha and Hwangi Chan and Neto when he's fit are the only three players who are contributing to goals. So if you need a cheap forward, you can't afford Solanke, who I do prefer. You want a differential. Cunha has been very consistent. And finally is Odegaard. I've spoke about Saka coming off my essential players list. And if I was looking to buy now, it would be pretty close between Odegaard and Saka. Odegaard on more set pieces. Odegaard being more central during open play. He doesn't have the same quite the high price tag that Saka has. And he's massively less owned. So if you haven't bought Saka yet and you want a differential do consider going with Martin Odegaard over him. So we've done hype-owned players. We've done players to avoid bandwagons. We've done some injury updates. Five players to buy and my top three differentials. We'll be back tomorrow, Friday morning, with my team selection. Of course, I do have Brian Burmo in my team. I have a few other issues in defense as well. So lots to talk about in that video and a potential minus four for me as well. Thank you all so much for watching. 1,000 likes on the video. Subscribe if you are new around here. We are so, so close to 89,000 subscribers and I'll be back again very soon. Podcast Network.